0: Yeah, God sure changes his mind uh, <laughs> from the Old Testament to the New Testament. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty vengeful in the Old Testament.
1: I, I just want to address that. So I
2: think that's a huge question. About, uh, for sure. In the Old Testament. What's up, my little fire starters? <laughs> <laughs> What's
1: up, guys? Welcome back to episode 31. Today, we are reacting to Elon Musk allegedly accepting Christ into his heart. So That's what the, the title says. We're going to find out if that's true or not. But first, want to hear if we have any stories. You go first, Aww. sir.
3: <laughs> so, I don't remember when this was. It was over the past week, though. And it was sometime after my birthday. I was in bed. Liam knocks on my window at, like, midnight. And Liam is his brother, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, then sometime later, I don't know, I was asleep. He goes in my room and he's like, Aiden, I need help. And I'm like, what? He's like, the car's stuck. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I know that he's not going to leave until I, like, get up and help him. So I reluctantly get up, and we take my dad's Jeep Wrangler to our Jeep Cherokee, which is our car that we share. We take the Wrangler to the Cherokee, which is stuck in the ditch on the side of the road in the snow. And he got stuck in the snow? Yeah, Liam got stuck in the snow. How far from the
2: house?
3: Like, a hundred feet. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so we get paracord, and we t- we loop it around like three times. Paracord? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. Finally
2: can utilize the, and I was praying <laughs> the th- survival bracelet. Yeah, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was praying the whole time, like, oh, gosh, we're using paracord. Lord, you're going to have to help me get this car out, or I'm never going back to sleep. And um, so what we did is he got in the Wrangler. I got in the Cherokee. I reversed it while he pulled forward because we tied the cars together you know Mm -hmm. and the car came out like instantly and and i put my hands and i'm like oh my gosh thank you (laughs) it must (laughs) have just
1: been needed a little bit of help because i feel like that paracorda ripped pretty quick yeah exactly (laughs) 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 that's Um,
3: funny and so well that's why we looped it around three times (laughs) times. but um so yeah then we drove those cars home and went back to bed and what time was it it was like 2.30 in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> um, I was about
2: to ask why I didn't ask your dad, but... Well, I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> you. I Jenna? Have a similar story. Yeah. I was able to pull my neighbor out of his own driveway with a winch. With my winch on the front of my Jeep that I've never been able to use before. So it, it works
3: pretty cool. It did. The one with nice. the pie tin on
2: it? Actually, it's the turkey tin <laughs> the turkey that I can tin. cook my Thanksgiving turkey in. <laughs>
1: He's got a tin over it, so it's waterproof, apparently. <laughs> um, I got a quick story, too. I was skiing yesterday. It was great powder, one of the best powder days I've had because there's just no tracks anywhere. And on, I think, like lo- run number four, <coughs> um, I hit a rock, kind of like do a small fall, nothing serious, but my ski just disappears. <laughs> like, all right, this shouldn't take too long. I'll find my ski and get back to my day. Two hours later, I'm still looking for my ski. (laughs) And it's really annoying because there's powder everywhere. People are just like laughing and screaming, having the best time around me, just skiing down this powder. And they're just like digging holes with my pole, all soaking wet. It's funny, me and
2: Matthew uh, were skiing that day as well. And uh, we decided to come visit Luke (laughs) and his endeavors. (laughs) 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 And we like get there, and there's a bunch of powder. And me and Matthew are like, Sorry, Luke. <laughs> uh, best of luck to you. And uh, <laughs> we loved. ski away. Yeah, so <laughs> I end up skiing. Hooping like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Through the powder we go. <laughs> so I end up skiing
1: away with one ski down to the bottom. Um, I have another pair of skis that are my friends, Dawson, in the car. So I'm like, all right, I'll just keep skiing with these. And the dins on those is like the setting on how strong it is, what to like when it ejects you are very low. So... I couldn't really ski in them because they kept ejecting me when <laughs> I hit stuff. Dawson
2: is a very conservative <laughs> skier. <laughs> he likes taking it slow and steady. So
1: those skis didn't work out. So then I just went home. Um, And then today.
2: And then oh, actually that day. At home, yeah. I saw called, a video yeah, on my
1: GoPro. I could see the ski going away in the footage. And I kind of saw which direction and where it went. So I'm like, <sighs> oh, no, now I know where it is. So I called Jonah to see if you can go get it. You can continue from there.
2: So I was on the chairlift with Matthew. We were on our last run. And um, Luke's like, I'll pay you 50 bucks if you find my ski. So <laughs> me and Matthew are like, absolutely. So we ski down there to this place called Rock Island. Definitely pleasant lived up to its name. Pleasant place. Um, and we find the spot, like, on the GoPro exactly. And if we had looked for probably maybe five minutes, I don't know if we would have found it or not. But the ski patrol, like, shows up, like, right as we get there. The ski the, the ski patrol sweep is coming through. And he's like, yep. We gotta go. Mountains closed, and me and Matthew are like, "I, right, sorry, Luke," <laughs> and we skied away. And that at that point, the snow was also like really hard too. Hard yeah.
1: Impact. And so I went back today, Um and like the whole time I was looking, I was praying and like, God, why can't you just show me my skis? Like, how hard could that be? And like, why are you not doing it? Um So I was kind of questioning that the whole time. And then, so I went back today. I brought a shovel as well.
2: I, I d- still don't know if he found them or not. I, We're I, dug, about to find out. I
1: dug a hole for a while. The <laughs> shovel broke. <laughs> Your avalanche? Oh yeah, it just snapped in half. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that pissed me off. <coughs> and then I was just looking, and I look at the footage. I'm like, you know, they probably wouldn't go very deep. They probably just slid down to this tree. I look over, and you can see a tiny little shimmer in the tree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I grab them, and there's like an inch of powder covering them and pull them out in there in my skis.
2: So. Nice. Uh, well, just so you know, when me and it. Matthew got there yesterday, that place looked like 1945 fields in Germany. Like, that I dug holes everywhere, bro. <laughs> holes everywhere. So uh um, ended up
1: being right next to me in the tree. He's looking um, in the trenches. So <laughs> if you guys, if you guys are looking in the world for things to fulfill you, to find that thing you need, just look right next to you. God's right next to you all the time. He's not somewhere far off or deep. I got to look right next to you. That's, that's a deep
2: a and emotional. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> beautiful a, segue. It's actually a
3: very good, um, what's the word?
2: Example or
3: oh. analogy. Analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's analogy. a very good analogy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a similar thing with getting up to help Liam because sometimes we're really reluctant to turn to the Bible or turn to anything biblically related for help, you know, mm-hmm. and we turn to things of the world instead
1: but or like thinking yeah i think jesus would get up and help out his buddy. Yeah exactly. That's
3: and what that's what i that's exactly what i did when <laughs> i was like you know what this is what jesus would do. And then as soon as you do that there's payoff, you know. The yeah. payoff was helping Liam and i got, got a cool my story first out of it. hug from him <laughs> in a while. <laughs> so nice. yeah, that was pretty nice.
2: I want to show the viewers your beautiful shirt as well.
3: Oh yeah, i should probably stand up. Look at For that. For the audio
1: listeners it says Jesus saves, and Jesus is being it's, a goalie.
2: Jesus is the absolute best goalie in soccer. Just swatting that ball away.
1: Nice. All right. Well, let's segue into, apparently, um, there's a video going around, a podcast that Elon Musk was on that says, he just talks about Jesus and Christ, which is pretty exciting. So we'll get into that in a second. But what are your all opinions on I mean, Elon Jesus Musk just right off the bat?
3: Jesus and Christ?
1: She's saying the Bible the out them.
3: I <laughs> think
2: Elon doesn't pay enough taxes, and <laughs> I hate him, and he's too rich. And no, I think Elon is um <laughs> very, very smart, I and mean, he is obviously very rich. I think he, what he the uh, very rich, <laughs> very rich. He's the richest person now. Yep. Yeah, yep.
1: paying the most amount of taxes. Just to clarify that, he had an 11.6 point
2: 11 <laughs> 11. six billion dollar tax bill.
1: Yeah, something that like is that.
2: Absolutely sad. I pay Um, like $11.06
1: No, Elon Musk has a crazy story growing up Like he came from nothing Like he used to be punched in the face when he was little Beat up
3: Yeah if you look at the 90s You can tell Like his hair just came back That's how cool he is Like (laughs) his hairline was receding He was He had like the bald spot that went like Around the top of his head you know And then like I don't know, his hair just came back, <laughs>
2: or he's in atomic and they just kill him and he just maybe
3: he was using keeps today's sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all
1: right, so I guess we all kind of admire Elon for certain things because he's a pretty crazy. He's guy. really
2: wealthy and he made eBay, PayPal.
1: Not yeah. eBay. eBay bought PayPal. Oh, eBay. He made PayPal. Oh, sorry, the boring Iron company. Help. Yep. SpaceX, he makes flame Tesla, throwers. Yeah. <laughs> So, here's, here's his thoughts on some some Christian stuff, which is going to be interesting to listen to.
0: And I and I you know I read like a whole bunch of religious books, including the Bible, and I'm like, there's a bunch of things in there that I didn't teach you in Sunday school. <laughs> uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, dark.
2: <laughs>
0: um, yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, God sure changes his mind uh, <laughs> from the Old Testament to the New Testament. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty bad in the old testament
1: i just want to address that so i think that's a huge question a lot of people have is like for sure in the old testament we're reading in the bible and god is literally destroying people the the earth opens up swallowing people like yeah, he's
2: he's like the flood too would probably yeah be the flood example. he literally wipes all of humanity off the face of the earth kills every firstborn from the egyptians yeah so and people, i mean moses hit a rock one times too many he's like oh the rest of your life is not going to be nice. You're not going to the promised land.
1: Yeah, so, well, it probably was nicer than the promised land where we went to, it, but, you That's know, anyways. Like um, I can see how people see that, because in the New Testament, Jesus is like, this all-forgiving, super-loving... You're blind? Let spit in the dirt and rub it in your eye, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then you can see. So,
1: it's it seems like a huge contrast. Um, so, I just I just want to address the Old Testament God, because, as you'll see, God doesn't change, but... Like, from our perspective right now, it seems like it's a really different contrast, but I'll start explaining this. So, does God give reasons for judging people in the Old Testament? Yeah. Yeah, because... Every single time. Okay, so just an example. Um, the Canaanites, who are these people that God told the Israelites to absolutely wipe out. Um, eradicate. Um, eradicate. Um, They're called the Canaanites. And they had a... Just one example of their sinfulness was they had... um. Uh, an idol named Molech, and they would literally, it was a metal my idol, they would heat it up super hot. They would take babies and put it in its arms and literally just have the baby sizzle to death as sacrifices. And there's the, um, <coughs> a Greek writer named Plutarch who writes about this. And it says the drummers had to play so loud on their drums so the parents wouldn't hear the babies screaming. Um, and so this went on for many years before God finally said, okay, enough of is enough. I've tried to have you guys repent enough and now it's just over. Um, so that's that's one, ins- I'd say that's, a, that's God, a pretty dude. good example <laughs> of God punishing evil because now people are like, well, if God is so loving, then why doesn't he stop bad things? Well, in the Old Testament, he did it pretty, you know, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, and so Sodom and
2: Gomorrah as well.
1: You can't complain that God doesn't, why doesn't God stop things if they're evil when he does? And now it's just harder to see, which we'll get into in a second here. But um, why does God tell Israel to annihilate them? And so this is another thing. A few people have theories that when God in the Bible says annihilate, or when the Bible says annihilate, back in the day they used a lot of, like, I guess, hyperbolic language. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'd almost be like me saying to another sports team, like, we annihilated you, not referring that they're all dead and... (laughs) Non-existent now (laughs) But that we just (laughs) Kind of destroy them And the reason why Is because in the Bible It says yeah Annihilate these people And then don't Intermarry with them Like well If we we totally Killed all of them And destroyed everyone There's no one To intermarry with (laughs) So that's kind of Where that theory comes from But regardless Even if God Did have them Wipe out women, children Their dog uh, Just everything He did that
2: with the um, Were those the Canaanites? No, I don't think they were uh, the one that Saul had to, the, pe- the people Saul had to kill. What were those people? Um, I'll, f- I'll find it.
1: Okay. Um, and then when God kills people, he's not murdering them because God is God. And pretty much when someone dies, they don't necessarily, they do die in the physical, but they, they just go to a different place, but God's the perfect judge. So he knows where they really go. So it doesn't mean when God kills someone. That they're going necessarily straight to hell, um, because he's a perfect judge; he knows where they're going. So, that's kind of a fact you have to God, like think into. Like, God has the right to usher people into the next life, whether they're two years old or eighty-two years old. Um. And then the la- the last point is the Old Testament was uniquely temporary because pretty much what I, what I think of the Old Testament is like God showing humans that even if they have the perfect law that He lays out for them. And even though he forgives them repeatedly, which we've seen in the Old Testament all the time, pretty much the entire Old Testament, is mostly the Israelites rebelling against God, God forgiving them, um, or, well, God gets angry first, and something happens. But then he always forgives.
2: It's a perfect example right here. So the the people group I was talking about is the Amalekites. I don't know if they um, did anything as severe as the Canaanites, but I imagine it being worse, because God told them to kill the men, women, children, and the livestock of these people, Um, So Saul had to completely like wipe the Amalekites off the face of the earth. And um, like Luke is talking about, he gets angry first and he sends Samuel over and Samuel's like, all right, bro, you're not going to be king anymore. So, uh, yeah.
1: Nice. So here's another kind of story the Bible portrays on the Old Testament God in a way. So there's a prophet named Hosea um, and God told Hosea, just for a little background, Go marry this prostitute and love her. Um and so he does. Um the Lord said to me, Go show your love go show your love to your wife again, though she is loved by another man and she is adulteress, and she is an adulteress. <coughs> love her as the Lord loves the Israelites, though they turn to other gods and love the sacred raisin cakes. <laughs> what? So Okay, so pretty much the story is, this is just part of it, but he he's married to this prostitute and she keeps cheating on him and is breaking his heart. He's going to God like, why are you making me do this? And I, I feel sorry for prophets back then, but God's really like, I'm using you as an example to show that that's how the Israelites are with me. I love them. They break my heart. Even though they go and, you Cheat know, worship me. other gods, you know, pretty much the equivalent of your wife cheating on you, you still love them.
3: It's like simping. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs>
1: I, th- I thought that was pretty became cool.
2: Became like the the first gym bro ever. <laughs> he takes his pain out on like heavy rocks or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so that's the Old Testament God. Um, he he always has reasons to why he's punishing, and he always forgives, and um, he didn't. Jesus didn't come to take, to give us grace at, to the level. That people had in the Old Testament Um, So now we go to the New Testament Jesus And John 3 17 Essentially says For I have come to save the world Not to condemn it So he's saying I'm here to save you guys Not to judge you Not to you know Kill you instantly Because you're sinners Um, And We live in a time now Where we're in a period of grace Jesus has come down He's given us the option God Or the world And We have the option to decide And God's grace is upon You know Partially everything right now He doesn't judge like it did in the Old Testament Because Jesus is here to save us If we choose to But the Old Testament comes back In what book? Revelation. Revelation And That's when I guess the time runs out To decide And it goes back to the Old Testament ways And if you If you're sinful And if you don't choose God he has justice and the um, punishment.
2: In Psalm thirty-seven, thirteen, it says, "But the Lord laughs, seeing that their day is coming." So he's pr- he's laughing at all these evil. Yeah, people. yeah.
3: Um, I, in the, I think it was in the um, CJB, it said like the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is to come. Yeah, exactly. And
1: he's not like he he's given those people the option to choose him, them, and they've very chance, clearly yeah. not chosen to. And so he's just, I Lightning guess, rebuked. yeah.
0: Cool. Final question to close our right. time out here. Yeah, I mean we're here, we you know, the Babylon B is a Christian organization, you know, and uh, we're a ministry. Well, we, well how come we're doing the show on a Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, why why,
3: why, this, to, why, why, aren't you, aren't, why are you heathens,
0: Why are you heathens in church? Exactly. So we have to make it church this is right now. It's supposed to be a day of rest. We didn't church. To Do, justify to have idea, like God said, <laughs> Don't work on Sundays. Okay. <laughs> Lizzie you guys, are going to straighten
3: like, out for this one. Get into the whole Jesus' <laughs> rest thing. Okay. So,
1: Aiden, I've never I, heard I you, had had you on do s- before. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I want you to say how legendary it is to have this guy on their podcast talking about this stuff. That's kind of the most legendary thing I've seen in a while. But I had Aiden research, because this is Sunday as well, and I don't think we can technically call this working, but a lot of Christians will work on Sunday. And some people are like, well, the pastor's technically working on Sundays
2: and that's not allowed. Like the heathen Lewis and Robin they're <laughs> at Paradise right now <laughs> working working.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, for those of you who don't know, the Babylon Bee is like a satirical news source so they make a lot of fake news articles, but they're like they're Christian and they're right-wing, so a lot of their stuff mocks non-Christian non-right-wing views and I think it's actually really funny. <laughs> but um so
2: and they also just have, like, a bunch of, like, really inaccurate facts.
3: Exactly. <laughs> this is the funniest part. Well, it's like a joke. Like yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It's, it's just a joke. But, yeah, th- I love Elon Musk for this, like, saying, like, why aren't you heathens at church? Because <laughs> like, that's exactly, like, how we mock our friends. It's like, why are you not at church? <laughs> so in Exodus, it says to set apart a day for God. And in the Jewish Bible or Jesus. the Torah, it'll say Shabbat. No, in Exodus and um my bad
1: <laughs> well in Genesis it talks about God actually resting
3: yeah yeah I okay. got but in Exodus it says you will set apart a day sabbath or shabbat for God and so that's the closest answer that I could get in the Bible for why Christians shouldn't work on Sundays or whether we should or not and I I believe we shouldn't but um the thing is different sects of Christianity um <coughs> Like I think there's one Church of Christ or something. A lot celebrate um Sabbath on Saturdays mm-hmm. instead of Sundays, and then Jewish people celebrate Shabbat on Fridays. So
1: Yeah, I mean like Aiden's saying is like God made the Sabbath not for him and so he can be honored and praised and feel good about himself. He made it for us so we can take rest and soak in him or like come to understand him more and not be because we're so busy in today's world where we're just running around we're doing all this work and that's not what god wants for us i mean it does he says to be busy but he also wants us to rest in him and just be you know not super busy for a day of the week
3: we are not of the world you know we're not worldly beings us as christians and so um
1: well, we're in the world, but we're, yeah, we're not of it. Like yeah. yeah.
3: So society wants us to stay in the fringe that is constantly being busy or mm-hmm. like. Because that distracts us loud. from God. Yep. Yep. And so we as workers don't really get to, most of the time, don't get to choose whether we work on Sundays or not, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't think it matters what day you choose out of the week, but just take time on whatever day of the week you want. doesn't have to be Sunday. Doesn't, that doesn't necessarily care. Like, the reason we do it on Sundays is because Jesus was risen from the dead on Shabbat, and mm-hmm. that's why the Jews do it, and that's why Mass started and all that. But it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what day you do it on. Just take a day, rest, and read your Bible, pray to God, you know, whatever you do to be with Jesus, do that. Um, okay. And I think that's the end of that. So, Elon. Yeah, so
2: wait, actually, it's not the end. We're I'd not like, going to I'd like, like to on give <laughs> I'd like to give my, my opinion on this. All right, so... <clears throat> Farmers have fields, right? That's that's the point of farmers. Facts. Facts. Every six years, no. on the seventh no. year, they let their fields rest for one whole year. Nice. Because what the crops <laughs> do is for six years, if they just continue growing these crops, the soil runs out of nutrients and then the crops get bad. And I don't know exactly what happens. I'm not a farmer, but... Anyway, like you have like you have to let your fields rest at a certain t- to- point for the nutrients and um the other things to like come back so that your crops can grow again. And I think us humans are in a very sense super similar to that. Except um, instead of years it's days. Except instead of years <laughs> it's days we have a faster yeah. regeneration time. Take that fields you guys Okay, never mind. Um <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to <laughs> roast the <laughs> earth, <laughs> trying, to, trying to roast the earth. Um so basically um I used to work at Paradise uh, like a lot, and there was this one week where I worked eight days in
3: a row. Um, well, that's, and that's more than one week, actually. So,
2: there, okay, so there was a weekend, a day. Um, anyway, so I started workout that week, uh, super energetic, super friendly with customers and everything. And slowly, as that week went on, when I got to the eighth day, you did not want to be around me. I was <laughs> so like pissed off. Just like, first of all, because my manager had like put me on schedules and people kept asking me to cover their shifts and I was like, ah, yeah, fine, whatever. I did get a lot of money though for that. Um, but I would like, my nerves were gone. I was like, I, I wouldn't let myself forget the cash register anymore. Cause I'd probably like reach across and slap some Aspen mom across the <laughs> face for how stupid they are. <laughs> um, but you just need that day. To rest and reset and let the nerves come back and, and not just not do anything. If you work nonstop and uh, stuff like that, you just you're just not as efficient anymore. You decrease like um, you just decrease peak efficiency. And it's the same thing with studying as well. Um, I-,
1: I love how the Israel- how literally the Israelites took this and literally they weren't allowed to like feed their animals. So <laughs> they, the day before they'd have to prepare all this stuff <laughs> so their animals would be fed and all this, yep. and they wouldn't have to have work at all. So they they took it to the max and like just the, like. The biggest definition of chill.
2: Ishmael, you got up from (laughs) your chair! Ah!
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, and I mean, I actually love the farm analogy because this is a bit unrelated, but it has to do with livestock, right? Yeah. In um, Ezekiel, God says that we are his sheep, you know? Mm -hmm. And I love that, I know the word, analogy, (laughs) because (laughs) we don't have to listen to other sheep of the livestock, right? Mm -hmm. We're not supposed, we're not, Made in God's image Just to listen to other human Beings or other beings Of earth and we're made to listen To the one shepherd the one true shepherd Which is Jesus Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah bro the sheep around you will bleed away They'll be like
2: grass is green over here
3: In reality (laughs) you just gotta listen
2: to the shepherd Yeah and he also says
3: He also says in um, Oh also in Ezekiel that Us as sheep will become Prey to other animals Which is very relevant like in today's wolves. culture. Yeah. Yep. And we had to be able to tell the difference between sheepdogs and wolves, which doesn't nice. say that in the Bible, but that's the way I like to think of it because there are sheepdogs that we No, it does
1: say in the Bible, there's there's like uh, wolves in sheep's clothing.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. But when I say sheepdogs, I mean like... Um, yeah, like the ones that are retriever sheep breeds bag. that will yeah, yeah. like herd <laughs> sheep, you know? And so we as Christians, have to be able to tell the difference between sheepdogs and wolves because sheepdogs will be like parents or role models Mm -hmm. that we know will get us closer to to the one true shepherd. But wolves can look a lot like sheepdogs. Bro, that's lit. And we'll end up eating them. That's dope. I just made that up on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fire. All right, let's my farm-up analogy on the spot
1: too. (laughs) 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 I made up my ski analogy on the spot. (laughs) All
2: right, we're going to finish to Elon. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is true this is true I so okay so to make this church we have to do we have to make
2: sure just we're wondering if you could do us a quick, quick solid imagine how nervous you'd be in this moment talk to Elon Musk about Jesus <laughs> Elon, Elon just laughed at me <laughs> also um our quality of podcast is better than yours sorry Babylonian B
0: nice <laughs> and accept Jesus as your lord and savior <laughs> on Real
2: the quick. show
0: um
2: <laughs> personal lord you know it's a quick
0: prayer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, let's just say, like, I agree with the principles that Jesus advocated. Um, and th- that the, you know, there's some, some there's great wisdom in what, in, in the te- teachings of, of Jesus. Uh, and I agree with those teachings. Um, and things like turn the other cheek are, are very important, because as opposed to an eye for an eye. Um, an eye for an eye leads everyone blind. So forgiveness, you know, is important, and um, treating people as you would wish to be treated. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Very important.
1: So it's like a 60-70% yes. As Einstein <laughs> would say,
0: I believe in the God of Spinoza.
1: So I just want to pause real quick. So I love how he phrased it to Elon Musk. He's like, "You want to do this a quick solid? <laughs> like that's not really how that works. This is like a huge life changing thing. You can do
3: me a huge favor, <laughs> just a small—actually, just a small little favor. Will you accept Christ?" <laughs> <please? laughs>
1: but like watching the whole episode, like whole podcast from is like an hour long that they did an hour and thirty minutes. It, it's like a lot of it was jokes and stuff, so it kind of yeah. makes sense in that way. But just so all the viewers know, it's not just a quick thing you do just to have it over with. It once you really accept that, then your life goes in a different direction. No turning back. Um <laughs> but I love I love seeing Elon. You can obviously tell that in his past he's had biblical influence and I think he talks about going to Bible school and stuff and mm-hmm. he knows a lot of the stories but I think he's he just he stopped and like cuz I've had all the questions he's asking. Yep. But they've all been answered and so he just stopped pursuing Jesus and um well, now we're answering it for you, Elon. Elon so come <laughs> back. <laughs> but but he said he he believes in the what, what God the Spinoza's. Teacher. Oh yeah. So generally you um, want to talk about that because I, I, don't a, really I know I is. did a
2: little 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 bit of research on Spinoza. <laughs> um, this dude's first name is Baruch. Uh, Spinoza, the guy that invented uh, like Baruch Atad. You I always know like when <laughs> it's.
1: When it's true, when a dude invented whatever we're talking about, <laughs> so, um, I mean,
2: he. he um, so the reason they call it Spinoza's God is because it's uh, what this Baruch dude believed in. Um, he lived in 1677, um, and he was excommunicated uh, from his community for the things he thought. But he basically wrote um, a series of five books called um, "The Ethics," and part one is called "Of God." Um, he was very Um, confusing in the way he wrote. Uh, so, like, people don't, like, really know what kind of person, uh, like, what he believed in. Some people say he was an atheist. Um, most people say he was, um, he, he was a pantheism or, (laughs) uh, a pantheist. Mm -hmm. Um, pantheism, uh, the word pan is, uh, all, and theism is God. So, um, the belief of pantheism is everything is God. So, all God. Uh, so, everything is, um. Is yeah. God as a said.
3: Yeah, uh, just a little small tangent. There's an idea of th- something called a pantheon, which is just the existence of every god that's believed in, like in all cultures. You know, that is uh <laughs> <laughs> that
2: sounds like cha- chaotic religion. Yeah, <laughs> um, but basically, he believed in uh, like substance. So everything, everything is God, and um, there's one substance everywhere. So God is substance. It's it's really confusing. We should have him on the podcast. <laughs> you know, we should. I <laughs> think he might. It might <laughs> be a little difficult. <laughs> he, he might be. Uh, he, might be little, he might be a little. We, old need, now. we need Saul's uh,
1: witch to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs>
2: to bring him back. Um, but uh, substance is like. So everything is God. And uh, people like Albert Einstein also agreed with it, and Elon Musk. Um, they also agree with it. He says it right here. Um, and I think the reason they do. Um, is because they're so smart. I feel like you almost have like a certain IQ level to understand. Well, yeah, no,
3: I mean, I mean, that makes sense. But it sounds like it's more of a materialist version of Christianity, you know? Because to make because yourself God as well, wouldn't it? Well, no, it's it just sounds like You're part of God. This God is the God of everything substantial, everything material and physical that is. Mm-hmm. In, no, at, that's in in the, the thing.
2: It, like he thinks that there's um.
3: And if these people are scientists, it would only make sense that they're materialists, right? No, that's what like, I like.
2: They don't. He Spinoza didn't believe in a personal God He completely ruled that out it was, it was just God He wasn't personal with anyone He didn't talk to anyone He was just God And uh, so what also happens um, When you believe that Is that you have to deny miracles completely And I think everyone has experienced a miracle In one way or the other Big or small um, But you have to deny miracles completely uh, Because once God is nature Because God is everything Nature can't go against itself It can't disobey its own rules so there is no miracles mm-hmm. so nothing
1: supernatural can happen in a sense
2: exactly so um it's yeah it's it's kind of confusing um but uh I we, guess don't I d- we don't believe We don't believe in okay um but i guess elon does and so did albert einstein albert einstein loved the guy um because he 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 wrote the the worst cringiest poem ever about uh Spinoza. <laughs> it dude, it was it was awful for how <laughs> smart Albert Einstein is. No, he literally was like Spinoza is a beautiful awesome person. It was it was it was really it was it was hard to read. Um but yeah, I think the people like uh the reason people believe this is because they're so smart like I said I feel like you have to have a certain IQ and imagination and obviously Elon and I guess also Albert Einstein had that. Um well when you're so smart and see the complexity in nature and just in space and like
1: all the stuff all like the microscopic stuff they work with you got to see some sort of not randomness, but some sort of design. So I think it'd be hard to yeah, not admit that there's a creator.
3: Yeah, a lot of scientists will admit that there's pattern in nature. You know, no, like Fibonacci's code. Like, yeah, exactly. For
2: me, like that's that's one of like the most solidifying pieces of evidence as to like how there is a God. There's no way there's like just some random chance. Yeah, like, like I happened. can't just say
1: this microphone made itself eventually yeah, this, because this it, microphone it figured evolved, out what the, ke- worked the chemicals and what didn't. came together.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, it's you go past a building. You don't know who the architect was or like the builder. You don't know who built the building, but you know someone did. Yeah. yeah.
3: And my mom, the way my mom said it is that human biology is too perfect for there not to yeah, be a th- God. There's,
2: there's absolutely no way. it's
3: random chance.
2: So. Nice. Let's continue. Um, I love
1: the music so, in back. Um,
0: sentimental. <laughs> We've
1: um, lost Elon. But <laughs> hey, if,
0: um, you know, if, if, if Jesus is, is uh, saving people, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't stand in his way, you know, like that will be true.
3: I'll be saved. Why not? Sweet. We did it? Yeah. I think he just said yes. We got <laughs> him. All right. <laughs> we got him. We got him. We want to be the Sounds good. <laughs> you want to get back? Um, so it's probably what it felt like when Matthew convinced Wolfgang to come to church. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what we should say on this, but I think God knows Elon's heart. God knows Elon's heart. <laughs> um, and, you know, when you when you say, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll accept Jesus. You know, I I question if that's really heartfelt he true change pressured into it um but you know i think i think he he's not against jesus um so i think if if, if, if he you if he's you, way. yeah if you doubt um what he said just just keep praying for elon um i think that's the only best thing we can do and um, i
3: mean as satirical as this may be he sounds like he's heavily considering it yeah you know accept like truly accepting christ so anyone who knows like if we can reach elon somehow like all he needs is a little bit share, of share copy link this video <laughs> so we can reach Elon Musk. <laughs> so, all we need is like that Jeep Wrangler of faith and that um paracord of that triumph. Paracord, <laughs> yeah, we need the Jeep Wrangler of faith and the paracord of triumph, and we can pull him to the good side. Nice. I feel
2: like people, people like Elon, I don't know what his IQ is, but he he he's he probably needs like a, a couple days to process that. No, people it's like Elon make that, yeah. like need to really dive and commit. I think yeah. this is for
1: everyone. We can't tell people enough for them to believe. They got to look for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Because no matter how much some person texts you and be like, oh, this thing is so great. This thing is so great. You have to be there. You have to sit on that roller coaster that they're talking about to really feel how great it is. Dude, the
2: powder today is so nice. Yeah. Yeah, You got to ski through it
1: yourself. Uh, So it's not quite done. I think he, he has a few more questions here
2: you or anything with yeah. <laughs> I was baptized. Oh, okay. Anglican. Yeah.
0: No, oh, yeah, he's done. <laughs> they they got to bring the water when it is. <laughs> just a baby. Cool. <laughs> this is like Second? Yeah. Up. I I even had like, you know, whatever uh, the whatever blood and water of Christ which was kinda weird, you know, if you're little kid, like you get to give you some weird tasting, you know. Biscuit and wine. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I'm like, isn't this kind of Just some cut it weird... off when he said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this some like faking. Weird <laughs> metaphor for cannibalism or something? I, I don't get it. Like, what, uh, uh, the, what the hell? I remember thinking that was just crazy uh, when I was a kid. Um, and I'm like, this to, like, whoa, you know? I mean even as a metaphor, it's kinda odd, but, you know?
3: Yeah, so
1: it is <laughs> it's like. I hate how he's hear? asking yeah, these alcohol. questions, but they're not answering them for him. They just keep listening. Yeah, they're
0: like, Yeah <laughs> oh, That was funny. <laughs> like there's know?
1: such an obvious answer to that question. <laughs> minors, <I> was like
0: <laughs> 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 We do grape juice, we're bad. <laughs> okay. Yes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's unusual to even be thinking about that as a kid. Like as yeah. a kid you just go through the motions and right. then it's later on that you think, wait a minute, yeah, what does this weird. actually <laughs> represent? <laughs> what am I doing?
0: No, when I was a kid, I was like like is this actually blood and body what what yeah. Yeah. you know i, I don't i, I don't You're know careful. if i want to eat somebody uh, and then it's like <laughs> what is this i mean, i did it anyway i'm like this seems like okay man i don't know if this is just pretty odd you know i remember thinking that even at age five so i was like you know that just proves. and I, I was definitely like you know at sunday school there like when they were t- telling me all the stories and i was like asking questions and like and they really were upset that I was asking questions, <laughs> and I was like, you know, Jesus like fed the crowd with like five loaves of bread and three fish, and I'm like,
3: how big was the crowd?
0: And and like, where did the fish and bread come from? Did like from his cloak or something? Like, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like reading books, and and I was like, this is like,
3: are they gonna answer his questions? No. <laughs> like, like, I
0: don't know. Where did it come from? You know? Like, how did it? Would you like take a bite of the bread, and would just the bread would just come back to being a full bread. Yeah, you look away and it's this kind of back of out. We, they left out the details. From, where did the out
3: universe out. come from? Yeah.
0: Um, well, yeah, I'm not saying I know all the answers here. I'm just, uh,
2: hmm.
0: you know, it's just uh, the... Uh, and, and like, Jesus was obviously very pro-alcohol, you know, because one of his miracles was turning water into wine. Hmm. Yeah, And that was like, they were having a party. They ran out of wine. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And they're like, hey, let's keep this bender going. Good <laughs> <laughs> who, who, stuff. Who, 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 who can solve this problem? <laughs> We're out of white clothes. <laughs> the friggin' stores closed. And Jesus is like, I gotcha. Okay. Water, now wine. And they're like, party on. You know? So, you know. Accurate. Pro-partying without alcohol is literally.
2: Is, <laughs> is, is, hey, is Bible story.
3: I think it's cool that he knows that story. Because I remember we talked about that at Young Life um, at Winter Weekend. Um, Talked about the story where Jesus is literally the life of the party. A lot of people, including myself, like earlier in life, thought that Jesus was like this fun killer, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Bible warrior. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's exactly. I think of Jonah saying like being a like fun-hating Bible warrior, you know? Yeah. But Jesus was really the life of the party, and so not always. He did flip some tables sometimes. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's that adds some life to the party, (laughs) doesn't (laughs) it? I mean. And so he value. took these barrels of, I'm, I am gonna, like to call it foot water. Because it, it's it literally was. It's the, mean, it's the water that people used that to wash their feet. Come, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would wash <laughs> their bodies with it and then it would just go back. No, their, their, their feet, <laughs> not their bodies. Uh, it's too f- dirty for their bodies. Okay, you know what? <laughs> well, they and would wash their hair in it too. Oh, they would? Yeah. I
2: didn't know that. Okay, and here's the other thing about this nasty foot water. Let's make it even nastier. <laughs> Me and you, right, we got, we got sneakers on, we got socks. So when you wash your feet, they're already pretty dirty. <laughs> these people were walking around at best with... Some some sandals, bro. Some in flip the flops in the in the dust.
3: Yeah, the the dirt, the sand, whatever.
2: You got oxen pooping on the road. You know, yep. stepping some ox poop. These people walk for miles. Yep,
3: no cars from
2: afar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, these people had some these people had some dirty feet. It probably looked more like uh, some Nesquik <laughs> by the time they were hit <laughs> through with it in those jars, and the juice was like cow like and he makes the ugly yeah. into beautiful
3: you know as much as i trust jesus i still wouldn't drink the wine even like <laughs> if it was made from foot water <laughs> And you know, i just want to
1: clarify the story jesus didn't get up and was like yeah i'll turn it into wine he was like his mom was like oh jesus can do that yeah and, and he's like mom it's him. not my time yet
3: no d- i don't did jesus did his mom does mary even like say like yeah she did she she almost begged him Oh. Yeah,
1: like Jesus was like, fine. Um, and then she's like, she, she told the servant, Fine, like, mom, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you just made it into water and uh, water, no, water. No, Jesus was perfect, so I didn't <laughs> yeah, say He did not say that. Then. <laughs> and then just answer Elon's other questions real quick, um, when he's talking about the bread and the wine at church, communion is what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we do that, it's not, the Catholics do believe it, it's just, or I'm not sure if they still believe this, but it was actual flesh and actual blood.
2: Yeah, as it, like, as it entered your mouth. It yeah,
1: was, uh, and I can see how that, Turns Red into and <laughs> Very confusing for Elon but
2: And that's actually why Nana left the Catholic Church She would ask questions like that And they were like, alright bro, you're done <laughs> Goodbye yeah. um,
1: But pretty much all it is is symbolism That yeah. we remember Jesus breaking his body for us When we eat the bread And him shedding his blood for us when we drink the wine And it's pretty much just a reminder of what he did for us um, Because I think a lot of times we forget The huge amazing sacrifice he did for
2: us mm-hmm. And then the other thing he talked about was You know, actually um, It's, it's kind of funny um, Elon talks about like he was he was eating the body and stuff. I never found that weird as a kid. The only thing I looked forward to in church um was communion. I was hungry, so I would always <laughs> yes. look for the I would always look for the biggest chunk
3: My church in connecticut i I kind of see myself in Elon just in a sense that when we were like five years old, for example, Sunday school was never appealing the stories never made sense or we just didn't listen. You know, it sounds like he did listen, but it never made sense to him. I never listened. (laughs) So I had to study stories from the Bible, like, now and later in life. But, like, communion to me, they had these little, like, the little white crackers. Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't even, like, it wasn't even, like, the bread from the Bible where they don't have yeast in it so it doesn't rise, you know? It Mm -hmm. was just paper not <laughs> no nah, nah, like i know
2: exactly <laughs> what you mean Some like even now today i get disappointed we'll go to like some some away church and they they, they serve you some dog food <laughs> <It> looks like <laughs> it's just like a kibble um actually uh in in bible study i i kind of like bubble study because all right uh sunday school because at, at home, we'd always be watching these these Bible movies. Mom would always make us watch them. And so the teacher was like, So, guys, can you guess what happens next? And I'd be like, I know
3: this. And then everyone would be like, what? <laughs> yeah, me and
2: General were legends on Bible school. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were pretty
3: good at that. But yeah, I mean, I see myself in Elon in the sense... Like, I already said this. I already said that. But I see myself in Elon in the sense that I didn't listen to anything at Sunday school. And when he did listen he was reluctant to believe these crazy stories, right? Yeah. Which makes sense because he grew up to be like a scientist (laughs) and Mm -hmm. he questioned everything. Yeah. From most smart, he has the
1: knowledge of the Bible from, yeah. Um, a kid going to Bible school. I'm just assuming this from how he's talking, Yeah, but he's got the earthly scientific knowledge to like a very high amount. And when you put those things together, it's really hard to mix because you kind of have to grow those at the same time or, while you're really smart, go back and look at it again, and it'll make a lot more sense. It's <laughs> uh,
2: well, it also like to me, it sounds like he didn't have a a great Sunday school teacher. Um, yeah, if you can't ask most, questions, that's most, not yeah, great. It, like he he says here, his Sunday school teacher was like, "Stop asking questions." Um, but great, like the smartest people, literally Thomas. Edison, who made the light bulb, or He got kicked out of school—that's kind like of controversial. Yeah. But his teacher was like, "Bro, shut up!" <laughs> like, I want to, like, I want to teach, and he would just keep asking questions. And you hear that from smart people a lot—is just never stop asking questions. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Albert Einstein, and so he went, he went homeschooled. So for all you public skids, Thomas, Thomas Edison skid. was, <laughs> homeschooled. was homeschooled, and he's—I'm—I'm I'm not gonna go anywhere. Is with your that. mommy a better
3: teacher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah same thing in
1: our faith—we always have to question things. And then find out the answer never, Because never that, that'll, that'll grow your your faith And your um, boldness for
2: Christ And if people get annoyed with your questions Then they're not a, then they're not a great you're teacher not the
1: right,
3: Maybe you're not in the right church yeah. you know?
1: And then just real quick on when he was talking about The food being multiplied This it's is a God you're talking about um, <laughs> It's called a miracle yeah. And he created bread And earth and the substance made out of it So he can easily multiply it if he wants to you know, command, command C, blocks. command B uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> He's copying and pasting over here. (laughs) No, but, like, Jesus says we can have the same power as he did. So we Mm -hmm. could technically do this. Um, That's a a goal, you know. If we
3: were perfectly (laughs) sinless, you know. If you have enough faith. If we have the Holy Spirit in us, we can do it. If
1: you have enough faith, you can move mountains. So... Um, I think that's all the questions Elon had. Let me just make sure. Are you sure. telling me the story time that
0: Elon You're the savior. You just, came, you just kept the party going with lots of wine. That's great. Um,
2: so, Why are um, they just quiet? This is the answering yeah. moment. Well, thank you. I appreciate it when you're talking. Oh. You so you, that was the moment! I just wanted to meet you in person. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, There's so much awkward silence for the opportunity yeah. to <laughs> he could have just said something. Although, you're sitting next to yeah. the world's richest so, dude. Yeah. So you you might
1: be... Not just the world's richest, but like one of the most like intelligent. insane people on the earth. Yeah. It's
2: like, oh, you guys are having problems with your cars? Let me make some electric ones. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want flamethrowers? Here you go.
1: Want to go to Mars?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this All dude right. is literally... Yeah, he's crazy.
1: All right, Q&A time. Uh, I think we only have time for one question here, so we'll just pick one. Um Zoo uh yeah, Zuba Gaming. Zuba Gaming. <laughs> if someone wants something from you, do you have to give it to them even if it's really important to you?
3: No. I really <laughs> like this question. Uh short answer, no, but um I wonder more where
2: behind he, the question. I
1: don't know yeah. where he's getting this question from. Maybe it's the story in the Bible where um they're at God's like if you have a robe, give it to someone else.
2: I I feel like I feel like there is like a story where he says this. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, um, but pretty um, much, I think
1: what the Bible usually talks about is if you have, if you have what you need, don't just hoard everything for yourself. Be generous and give it to help other people. Um, but if someone comes up to you and is like, "Hey, can I have your car?" You don't have to give it to them. Um, that <laughs> that, that's not being a good steward of what God gave you. Yeah, um, that's just being used. Yeah. Proverbs eleven twenty eight. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, unduly, but comes to poverty. Proverbs eleven twenty five. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Second Corinthians nine eight. I can go read those another time. But that pretty much answers that question. So a really simple question for today. But um, we have a lot more for next episode, including is it okay to be a model? Uh, hey, can sol- you lose your salvation? salvation be taken yeah. Away um, and you know, a lot, lot, of good questions. So yeah, stay I'll tuned s- for next episode.
3: But I just want to add on the Zuba gaming, like the answer. So think like if someone asks you for something, think about whether you need it or not, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's well, what I, would I mean, do. you
2: don't technically need your car, but that doesn't mean you, well, you kind of well, do that sometimes.
3: Like, yeah, well, what do you have? What do you have surplus of? You know? Yeah. Like someone asks you for a excess. piece of
2: gum. You don't have to give it to them, but you can. Well, it's I just, would. I would, yeah. It's because I'm better nice. than you. Would you, Jenna,
1: <laughs>
3: would you
2: really give me a piece of gum? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All
1: right, guys. With that, um, thank you so much for watching this thing. Elon, if you're listening, you know, come on the you. podcast someday. We'd love to have you. <laughs> okay. And we'll actually answer your questions and not just sit there in utter silence.
2: Yeah, Babylonian beef. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: we love you guys, too. But congrats for having Elon on. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. um, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Happy
3: New Year, by the way. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend
2: Jesus is a friend of mine I have a friend
3: in Jesus Jesus is a friend of mine Jesus is my friend Jesus is a friend of mine